Last time on Dice Funk. After sitting back with my feet up inside of her soul, I thought, you know, what what do I like outside of work? Because work makes me feel bad, and I don't like that. I think evil doesn't make me feel good. So I'm thinking, what does? I'm trying to figure that out now. I want to touch one of these stars. There has to be a spell somewhere that will let you safely touch a star, probably. I would let it inside me. Oh, well, you know, growing up, we I grew up in a horrible evil cult of last survivors, so they were radicalized, so we were just became extra evil, and every day we had to, to study, you know, what's evil, what's not evil, and it's hard because some of the stuff that's evil is super fun, and some of the stuff that's good is also super fun, so like, uh, you know, things like drugs, very fun and evil, uh-huh. and then apparently sobriety is good. And you're gonna tell me wearing an animal mask now is bad too? Peter, is is Vimble's family bad? Uh, oh, most definitely. We feed off of them a lot. It's me, Eli the Eel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fucking cocaine. <laughs> I just rolled a nat twenty on animal handling. They're in the show permanently. <laughs> the eel swims into your body because it's partially made of water. And it's just like, I'm going to hang out in here. There's a lot more fingers where you are. I want to wipe them off. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very wild story. This is a lot to take in all at once. But um, we're talking uh, Fortunato, the, the plasmoid that was left behind, and uh, the fishermen in the village, and then a caravan of people arrived and they told stories of your misbehavior. So I'm going to now attempt to stop you from catching up to first research team, but uh, good luck on your journey. Uh, May the best team win. Uh, Sportsmanship is important. Uh, Good game, good game, good game. Uh, so naked adult Vimble is like staring Walter down, saying uh, as much, saying like, I, I owe you a debt for bring, for giving me my adult body back. <laughs> but no one spanks and shoots my friends. <laughs> uh, is that another 817 damage? Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the obvious way that this plays out is you whip this ice knife. Uh, Walter, like, turns, puts out a hand, and, like, goes through their hand. Like, they try to catch the knife, and they, you know, it goes, like, through their flesh. And they're holding it there, like, that was close. You almost hit me in the face. And then it explodes. <laughs> it blows them off the raft. Hey, if, 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 if the sna- if, if the snurson, snake person comes, comes, comes with the caravan at some point and catches up with us... I have one request for you all. Okay. Leave home gang for me. And from behind Walter on the beach, we hear a voice say, Hey, bestie. You want to help me with something? The mean, ugly demon who killed my parents is here, and he's spreading all kinds of vicious lies about me. I saw a spark against the dark. And we erupt, but it's a slow burn We take our chance and start to dance Can see enough to know to turn around The sound of a bonfire carries over fences Titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat A chill wind is pushing you into me And it's looking like we might be burning Might be burning, 
Might be burning down, but we're a bonfire. We keep putting in. Look, having 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 now been been lucky enough to spend a week in Mari's company, I can tell you that her power level is unfucking registerable. There is no device that can keep that can track those power levels. You don't know. You don't know. But it the... is over nine thousand. Yeah, of course. I can absolutely creep out a man in less than three seconds. <laughs> I heard a baby. Did you all hear a baby? Was that a baby or was that Mari just doing that? <laughs> Mari, have you been forced to breed already? I'm summoning baby noises. Oh my, I, I know a guy who could, I know a guy who can like cry like a baby, like perfectly on demand. And so like he- Is it you? No, I, I wish. Oh my God. You, th- you think I wouldn't have busted that out if I could? I thought maybe you would be ashamed or something. No. Oh no, I would be so proud of that. I can't do it. But like what this guy'll do is like he'll like he'll just go onto the subway and then just like like put like a newspaper up so like no one can see his face and then just start crying like a baby. Wow. <laughs> it's a downtime episode, which means we're going to start by talking about math and character sheet stuff. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Hopefully we can make that exciting. Fuck yes. Can we get rid of all the plot next <laughs> season and just have more math? Uh, I can't. <laughs> We should we should do <laughs> supplemental math episodes where we just calculate our bonuses. Can I can I get extra credit if I do more math episodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so where we last left the adventure, uh, you made it to the new biome. The cart is being pulled by the ro- the Rons into a swampy uh, ecosystem. It's just like fetid, shallow water, mud, uh, kind of scraggly trees all around. It you know there there are mosquitoes. It kind of smells weird, but you're not under any danger. So feel free to p- paint me the picture of you all like talking and so forth, what you're doing, uh, your level ups. This is kind of a chill intro before you know the swamp gets dangerous so just to get a clarity the swamp you said looks like the swamp from elden ring (laughs) i mean that's the joke i made last episode and the thing is i'm thinking about setting a future season here because they say write what you know and i've never really made any art about growing up in florida and i think eventually (laughs) i'm gonna have to face that i don't know it won't be for many years but someday i think we'll come back here and i'll talk about what it's like to grow up in florida Austin, have you seen uh, Becoming a God in Central Florida with Kirsten Dunst, the Netflix show? I have not. It's very, very good, and I think you'd like it. I'm scared. Whenever I watch a thing set in Florida, I have to like be emotionally braced. Uh, there's a film called <laughs> the, the Florida Project with uh, Willem Dafoe's in it, and I watched it. And I was oh, like, oh, God, yeah. I've been there. I know that street. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> I think there'll be a lot of that effect, but not for specific things, more for like the general Florida vibe all right so florida vibes level ups i leveled up once but i added wisdom twice because my level up was to improve um the stats that was the thing that happened on my level up and i thought what has dio shown growth in wisdom mostly i think oh i like that yeah, I think that's, I think, I mean, I, I was talking about it to Nat a little bit. She said, you've got a steep learning curve in terms of gaining wisdom because you were a baby, a uh, metaphysical baby, not a baby man like Sam's character. <laughs> um, and so I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to make both of my stat improvements wisdom. I'm just going to stack it two wisdoms. That's kind of like, um, I like that. 
because you're a baby and you have to raise yourself, so you yeah. have to grow up fast. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you should put that level into Warlock, correct? That is correct. Uh, because if you, if you put some stuff into Sorcerer, you start getting these Sorcery points, and we haven't talked about this on air. I think I just sent you a Discord message. But the Broken Sword you picked up in the last Reliquary, the ability that it gives you, it's a plus one to your, your magic rolls, which is, you know, good, you know, a plus one item. Uh, but the other thing it does is it doubles the amount of Sorcery points you have, which is a resource mm. Sorcerers can burn. So if you, if you start investing in that, that's going to get pretty cool. And I will be. I just don't think I've done kind of enough magic since the last level that I felt like it was good to go sorcerer right now. So I just did my basic class, which is still magical, but like, you get me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I leveled up as well, and I have in front of me what I get. Uh, Juniper's level five now uh, has taken an extra level in druid, so I'm now three in druid, two in cleric. Uh... Nothing too special happens at level three for uh, for for cleric. Um, I get some more HP. Uh, I mainly get new spell stuff because multiclassing puts me on a weird table for when I get new magic things. Um, I now have two third level spell slots, despite not being able to learn third level spells yet. But I can now learn second level druid spells. So I've learnt my first second level druid spell just in time to get another spell level I, I can't use. Uh, and I learned a spell called Bark Skin. Which uh, purely exists to try and de-squishy Bimble. <laughs> oh, hell yeah! Oh, that's a, that's a great one. Unfortunately, you won't need it now. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll 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 get to why it won't be needed. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, we will. Yeah, I mean, look. What worst case scenario? Uh, I got an AC of eleven. I could always do with a little more AC. Uh, bark skin. You touch a willing creature, and for up to an hour, it's got rough bark-like skin, and its AC can't be less than sixteen, regardless of anything else. So it's got to be at least a 16 in AC, which makes it harder to, to do a hit, which I feel like might occasionally be helpful with our incredibly squishy damage dealer. <laughs> That's Juniper. Juniper's working out how to put how to put wood over people's skin and go, you can still move, right? I haven't like, you're not, you're not stuck in spot. Cool. I made the joints okay. It kind of reminds me of like when you put babies in snow gear and they can barely move. Exactly. I'm hoping it won't be like that, but we'll see. Just gotta get a little bit of practice so that it's not just, I'm now hard to hit, but I am <laughs> having to sort of waddle a bit. Alright, my turn. I think? Yes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Peter. Peter's now level four. And this guy, a new little um, cantrip called, I'm gonna say this wrong. Because that's way too many letters. Prestidigate. Prestidigitation. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it's a transmutation cantrip. And really the thing that really uh, sold it to me is you chill, warm, or flavor up one cubic foot of long non-living material for one hour. And I just thought, you know, we're all camping. We're eating what we can. That would be nice. Right? Yeah. That's, oh, just, yeah. that's just a night. Like, we just have nice, tasty food. Because that's, like, really important to the emotional well-being 
of a community. If, yeah. if things go bad and we've got to keep everyone alive on Goodberry for a while, at least we can have like cinnamon Goodberry, uh, barbecue Goodberry, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wow, really yeah. just uh, making making life better for everyone who eats. Wow, that's really kind of considerate of you. Also, for anybody who doesn't eat, you know, I can also instantaneously harmless sensory effects like sparkles. We could we could, we could make Whoa. we could make Dio oh have a God. taste. Dio could be cinnamon Dio. <laughs> um Hell I can yeah. yeah, or I can give you an odd odor. Would you like an odd odor? <laughs> no, I'm already covered. Make the <laughs> pangman a sing of the cinnamon <laughs> pangman. <gasps> Pumpkin spice pangman. <laughs> the pangman is now a cinnamon pangman. <laughs> Pumpkin spice pangman is now that's what I, that's what the penguin tastes like now, fucking <laughs> and it's mm. delectable. And then um, I also got um, a bonus in constitution and charisma, so I'm just unstoppable. And I got the spell calm emotions, which I thought that's that's useful, where. Um, you attempt to suppress strong emo emotions in a group of people. So let's say I'm hoping the way this works is if we grow, go across like, I don't know, a mob, I can just cast this. We walk on through and they're like, okay, cool. Like I'm not upset anymore. And then, you know, we're okay. We don't have to fight. Hopefully. Oh yeah. And then long strider, which I feel like we're, we're riding a lot of animals so you touch a creature, the target's speed increases by 10 feet until the spell ends. That's, you know, using a spell slot of second or higher, you can target one additional creature. So I feel like that's going to help us catch up to the other party and ruin their day. Let's get into this. Okay, so Vimble has been on a bit of a journey, as you're probably aware. He's, you know, de-aged and then re-aged. Um, you know, he, he, he went from, like, a, uh, a spry, young, uh, 200-year-old uh, gnome uh, and was de-aged all the way back down to a baby and then rapidly re-aged again. Uh, and so, uh, uh, when the curse was lifted. And so... Because he, you know, he sort of now had, like, a bit of a rough upbringing, this meant that, like, uh, at level four, I, uh, 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 rogues get to either choose a feat or add two points to, um, uh, some of their, uh, scores, and so, uh, to their ability scores. So I, uh, I put two points into, uh, Constitution. Now, Vimble is unkillable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty huge. Max HP, 13, baby! Hey, hey, Vimble. I know you're <laughs> unkillable right now, but, like, would you occasionally like to be super unkillable? Like, ultra, like ultra new game plus unkillable? <laughs> I don't think that that would be very sporting. Next time I'm stoned, I'm going to trip and fall on Vimble. <laughs> I'm really annoyed that it has to be a willing creature. I, I know! I, I just realized that! I can't force, <laughs> I can't force good AC on you. <laughs> it's fine. Next time you die, I'll leave you there for a bit, <laughs> and then you can decide if you want. Maybe, maybe you want uh, a bark skin next time. So next, so next time, I that that's impossible because that's never going to happen again. I'm sure, and when it never <laughs> happens, uh, I'm sure that you definitely won't get scared and realize you're still vulnerable and go, "Hey, can I have some bark skin, please?" Good, we agree. Yeah. 
<laughs> all right, so that's what you all are talking about as the wagon is moving east. Uh, Vimble's just like, I'm actually immortal now. And, and Juniper's like, well, please let me help you. <laughs> Vimble's like, N- absolutely not necessary. Yeah, I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, you'll understand when you're 400. You don't know how old I am. Be any age. <laughs> you don't know that Juniper's not 400. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Herringon can't live that long, but you don't know. <laughs> You're a druid, so it's allowed. Dio doesn't know if Dio is 400. I don't know. Dio, do you understand? If you don't understand, like, you know, what it's like being unkillable, then, like, you, you maybe you aren't 400. You have been l- learning and growing for 400 years. Correct. You... Dio, uh, Dio looks into the middle distance for a while. <laughs> well, the equivalent thereof. Amount of time spent learning and growing doesn't equate necessarily to quality of learning and growing. Not always, but in this case it does. Sometimes a complete lack of challenges leads to a complete lack of character growth. <laughs> Why are you guys talking about that? Oh, you know, just, just, just random thoughts, you know, that you what? have sometimes. I don't entertain myself with these hypotheticals. Bimble all day every day is the is Garfield looking at the no Garfield sign. <laughs> are we are we um barging through the the swamp? We're just sort of swap swap uh floating along on our barge. Yeah, just just slowly trudging through the sludge. Is, is anyone pulling it? Are any animals pulling it? Rons. Yeah. Oh my god. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cast Long Strider. That's right. Okay. Yeah. The new spell gets some work. You're gonna make the Rons go fast. So yeah. They gotta go fast. Yeah. Got, Rons gotta go fast by ten feet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, it, it adds up if they're moving ten extra feet every like six seconds or whatever. I the math on that it, it makes me think they're doing like. Uh, fucking Flintstones, like, car shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. Anyway, so I, I bend down, and I touch the runs, and they feel it. What is it? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> it's between you and them? It's just Demon between power. me and the animals. It's like in the movie Jurassic World, where Chris Pratt, who sucks, bends down to the velociraptors. But I'm doing that to the Rons, and they're not even looking at me, and they feel it. It. Are you the? Are you the alpha? Yeah, I am the wow. alpha. To their butts, though, and then they their little feet start going, and then we scoot off. <laughs> this is great because Zana was like, "I'm queen of the Rons," and now fucking Peter is continuing. It's a different character, but it was just me. But inside. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was one of the few ways that Peter took over. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, can I get perception checks from everybody? Eleven. I've been known to perceive. Natural 20, plus three. <laughs> God. Wow. I got a four. I see so. beyond. I used nope. a demon sight. I used my demon sight. Uh, 18? You know what it is? It's that I'm looking, but I'm very distracted by uh, the revelation <laughs> that Vimble has been alive for 400 years. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I mean, chronologically, I've been alive, for, like, you know, in, in, in your time, I've been alive for 200 years, but, like, from, like, de-aging and re-aging, it's doubled my age. <laughs> That's Wait, what I'm it, saying there. Doesn't it negate it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
23 and 18. The 23 is a crit. The party absolutely nails this one. Uh, Dio, you are still staring out in the middle distance, which is just a fun visual. But Peter, you immediately, your your demon eyes lock on something of interest on the landscape, which it appears to be like a half-submerged uh, vessel. Um, because you rolled so well, I'm going to say you can see it has a kind of boat shape, uh, even though the water is in the swamp is too shallow for a boat to, like, you know, navigate normally. And uh, you crit, I'm going to say you can see that there's a name on it. It says it's called the Leon. My eyeballs are coming out like stalks to see this. Oh, my God. Out of Donna's flesh, there's yeah. just other eyes. <laughs> <laughs> More eyes are coming out from underneath the dead eyes. That's really upsetting. Um, but, <laughs> but giving you all the information I can with this crate, it, you see some uh, like crates and barrels and stuff uh, on deck. So it seems like it's worth looting is what I'll say. Uh, you, you hear like, you know, crickets and frogs in the background, but you don't hear any like human voices. Dio, who can cast Speak With Animals for free, um, D- does that. Wants to listen in to the crickets and frogs and what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, the frogs are saying, I'm horny! I'm horny! I'm horny! Which is what frogs say. Yeah. In that The voice? crickets are saying what temperature it is. It's 78 <laughs> degrees. It's 78 degrees. It's 78 degrees. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh the mosquitoes are the mosquitoes are saying blood 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 because they're looking for blood. <laughs> yeah, I, I love how that's how dialogue works. Like when I'm looking to go get a burger from somewhere, I'm just walking down the high street like burger, They have significantly less neurological complexity than you, Laura. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just no, saying I mean, that, I, like... I log on every day going, I want to be angry. I want to be mad. I want to seethe. I want to cope. I want to sweat. I want to shake. I just love the thought oh that, like, God. they're not just thinking it, but they're like, no, they're verbalizing this thought. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Only the ladies, though. The male mosquitoes drink, don't drink blood. What are they thinking about? Probably sports. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> ESPN. <laughs> Soccer, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Vimble, uh, uh, Vimble, like, uh, like once we get like close enough to the to the uh, submerged vessel, uh, uh, investigate. Absolutely. Twenty-two. That's oh my god, perfect. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so you, you get everything. You just jump off of uh, you know the wagon and just start looking over this thing. Uh, the first thing I'll say about it is now that you're closer, you figure out what it is. It's a skiff, which is a kind of D&D vehicle uh, made famous by Dark Sun, the post-apocalyptic uh, setting of D&D, which are very common in the old world because it is post-apocalyptic. So this this is – it does uh, – you know, its origin is the old world. Uh, first, uh, uh, 22. Damn. So good. I will say, uh, you find some supplies that you can add. So just like some hard tack, you know, some food, basically, uh, you find, uh, some armor. If you want to, uh, upgrade your plus one armor to plus two, cause you find some, yeah, like, baby, you know, sorry. Is a is a D and D skiff meaningfully different from a real skiff? My, yes. Uh, um, a skiff is a kind of boat in our world. This is like a, a land boat. Uh, oh. the way they, yeah, the way they work is that they have like a sail, and then they will just move across the ground. Um, oh, neat! This is how you navigate the uh, Dune-esque, the Arrakis-esque uh, Dark Sun setting is in these vessels. Pull a tray adjacent hero. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, 
Uh, so you you found this this skiff. It's called the Leon, and you found uh, it, it has been abandoned. There's like a huge crack on the underside, and it like sank halfway into the swamp, but it's been abandoned. I think uh, because the role is so good, you also find like somebody's uh, was keeping like logs, like a you know captain's log. Uh, you can flip through it, and most of it's boring. It's just like here's our food levels. Saw some animals today. Uh, we're looking for uh, resources. You know, this is just people who came to explore the new world. They're like we're looking for valuable metal we're looking for herbs and spices because it's kind of a medieval technology level that's like the most valuable thing mm-hmm. <laughs> is like fucking cardamom or whatever um you see here's the important thing is they mention that they found an, a glowing rock that seemed interesting in some way and they were going back uh to take it and you know their other findings back when they hit a rock in the swamp and the vessel uh became unusable and they abandoned it does it imply that the rock might have gone down with the ship and might be down, down, down there? You don't see any sign that there was like a struggle or anything. There was no bodies. There's no blood. So you assume everyone got off safely and took their their super valuables with them. So if they did get, you know, like, uh, you know, gold or uh, cardamom, <laughs> they took that with them. Um, the, like the couple things they left behind was just like extra food that was too much to carry, and someone was like, "I already have a better, I better set of armor. I don't need this one." So okay, so I I can cancel trying to go like diving in the mud for a few hours looking for a magic rock. I I believe so. That's with with a twenty two. Uh, you're pretty confident. If you have you know this is a lower score, I might be more cagey about that. Um, but an important thing is you reading a log. You get the sense that this isn't the only skiff on this expedition. There there are two more. Are there any signs that would be like ah broken plants and things? The ships went that way. Uh, well, the skiff is pointing west in the direction you came from so you you assume that they were coming back towards the central settlement to go back down the mountain back to the old world with their cargo uh and so if, if the other ships are still coming they're probably coming towards you so if you continue you'll run into them eventually probably okay i mean yeah i, th- I think we should uh we should keep on going down and uh trying to trying to find this weird rock Vimble, oh yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, Vimble's, like, uh, sort of, like, pats the, uh, like, pocket in his, like, uh, uh, that he has, like, um, where he keeps the, like, uh, pacifier, and he's like, I want to suck on a cool rock. Oh my god. (laughs) I mean, we should go see if there's some people who need our help. This, this is gonna be such a defining character trait that when people, when when we're, like, three seasons from now and people go, what was Vimble's deal again? <laughs> like, this is going to be the thing they remember. It's going to be the only thing of Vimble that gets remembered. Not the Batman. <laughs> Bat baby. Yeah, so you all can get back on the wagon and continue east. Uh, you know that uh, there is a reliquary somewhere in this biome, but also that your real goal is the edge of the world and you just need to keep going east. So there, there are some options here. And now you believe there are two more skiffs from explorers. You don't think there are any more permanent settlements? Like, you're not expecting to run into any, like, towns or cities or villages in Arabella. Uh, just be that that's not the, you know, extent of the mm. infrastructure yet, you know? There's people are, are really uh, kind of congregating around the, the hole into the new world just because that's how it works <laughs> historically. I mean, I think we should just, uh, like, go to, like, where that ship was coming from and see if there's any more stuff. Um, find out what's going on with all this this whole mystery here. It, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a huge detour off of 
the direction we were heading anyway, right? Is this going to hold us back in time-wise against the other people? That's that's what I'm thinking, is how, how far off course are we going? I've got some experience with time, and let me tell you, <laughs> uh, I think I think we're okay. <laughs> was it a ship manifest, was the, like the details that we got, the, like where we got those details from? Yeah, I would say it's like the captain's log or something. Uh-huh. They probably took a lot, most of their paperwork with them, but they're like, we don't need this thing that was mostly talking about how many rations we had left, because like, whatever, we're out, mm-hmm. so fuck right. it. Right. Um, can can Vimble try and use his uh, cartographer's uh, tools to try and get like a, a view of the area and uh, uh, like like sort of sketch like a map of what's going on around here? I still want to throw you in the air for this, please. Oh, I agree. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I love when you use cartographer's tools. Let's please. go. Uh, All right. Just grab Vimble by one of your feet and just throw you in the air. Yeah. We. <laughs> <laughs> All right, catch the baby. <laughs> I, I rolled a three plus proficiency is five. Oh. <laughs> oh. You were just having too much fun being thrown up in the air. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think I can bardic inspiration you. Hold on. Okay, sing me a lullaby. Go to sleep, <laughs> little baby. Plus two. I help. <laughs> Holding this adult man baby as a corpse. That's a, that's a seven now. Yeah, that's not good. Even with the bardic inspiration, still pretty piss poor. It's I, Austin. You have to admit it's now a slightly less shitty map. Slightly. Can it? Can it be like it's like it's like a, like uh, like a little kid's drawing that like I'm like 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 to be like put up on a refrigerator? Yeah. <laughs> but after you get the lullaby, you're like, oh, hold on, let me add a couple of trees. Yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Now it's good. <laughs> Uh, none of this is helpful, but it's fun for me <laughs> to imagine you at the end of this campaign having all of these maps and bringing them back. Vimble, are you doing like um, regression therapy? No, what's the word? Is that the right word? Where you like rediscover your inner baby? What are you talking about? I'm normal now. <laughs> normal now. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then like, and then he's like, he's just like holding up like, um, just like a pe- like you know, sort of like a piece of paper that's like, um, it just has a bunch of different colors of like pencil crayon, just like roughly scribbled over it, uh, and then like a couple of drawings of like trees and stick figures, and then he like holds it up with both hands in front of him. We're we're very we're we're, we're very proud of you, Vimble. This is going right up on the fridge where everyone can see it. <laughs> when we find a fridge in the new world, we'll put this on it. Good. As if to punctuate this conversation, there is a kachunk noise as your uh, wagon wheel gets caught on something in the mud and the wagon comes to a stop. Oh, whoa. I would like to investigate what we've hit in the, in the what, what, what is under the wheel. What is it? Uh, we just rolled investigation. Nature. Uh, okay, insight. I would like some insight on what's under the wheel. <laughs> Are we doing nature or insight? Nature. Okay. Okay, nature. Cool. That's fine. It's a positive number. I'll take it. Nine. Oh, no. Ten. Seventeen. <gasps> Dio saves us. Yeah, with a 10 and a 17, uh, you like can pull enough of the mud out of the way to kind of see what you ran into. Uh, they are cypress knees. Are you aware of this? No. 
They are kind of woody projection. Uh, that they're kind of like roots that stick out of the ground, uh, and they are just real solid. And you ran into one, uh, and your your wheel is like pretty close to being catastrophically stuck here. Uh, and so you are going to need to get it out, and there's a risk of damaging the wheel if you do it wrong. Dio looks up at the others, beaming, and she says, "They're cypress knees." Well, those knees have, uh, those knees n- needs to get out of the way of the, of our wheel. Uh, I could blast them. Uh, Juniper, can you talk to them and ask them to move? I mean, I can <laughs> ask them, but generally my experience is that the, the plants don't have the ability to move on their own. It's usually a fairly defining feature, but I don't know. Uh, I can't speak with plants. I want to know if these cypress knees <laughs> secretly have the ability to move themselves. Remember to say please. Yeah, look, we're <laughs> in a fantasy world. These these plants can maybe maybe they can move here. It's fascinating to imagine what they think about all day because they can't have that much agency. Like they would be insane, right? They would be like mind shatteringly insane, like Stephen King's The Jaunt from not being able to move. No, because you're seeing them... First of all, you don't know if they have a mycelium network to talk to each other. (laughs) Second of all, you're thinking of this with your human brain and not with a plant brain. Just like the pink man who loves being eaten. Maybe they love just chilling. That's true. While we were talking, I googled, and it's interesting that the Wikipedia page for Cypress Knees says some current hypotheses state that they may help to aerate the tree's roots, which says, which means to me that scientists don't know what they actually do. That's wild. Yeah, like I've been reading about them while we've been chatting. Like they, they, they're very confused as to what they do or don't do because you can take them away and the plant will continue to thrive. Um, I think. It gives the tree entertainment to watch people trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's my experience with them. These things are all over Florida, and they're just constantly a pain in the ass. They're in the way. You're tripping over them. They fucking suck. They like it. I have a theory that like a lot of plants are indirectly carnivorous in that they do things that are meant to make animals die, decompose, and then be fed on in the roots. I love that. That's... Yes. Like, if you think about brambles, like, the way that brambles grow in nature, like, they're really just designed to, like, get something stuck in there. So, can I just tell you my favorite thing about that whole, like, theory about the, the oxygen stuff with the trees and the cypress knees? Yes. That is the only theory scientists have as to why these things exist, despite the fact that, demonstrably, you can test these things in a lab and they don't affect the oxygen at all. They don't do the thing that is their primary theory. Like, their theory is they do a thing. Science says they don't do it, but it's the only theory we've got. Science is wrong. I'm right. The trees just love to annoy people. And Sophie's right, too, actually. I like Sophie. The trees are trying to eat you. I like that one more. We can test this hypothesis because, Juniper, you cast Speak with Plants using the Shard of the Yggdrasil, and now the Cypress Knees are whispering to each other, like, it's time. Soon our plan will come to fruition and they'll die on us and we'll drink their blood. <laughs> yes, brother, stay strong. Hey. Hi. Oh, shit, she hears us. Play it cool. Hey, be, hey, be hey, normal. Hey, don't worry, don't worry. I'm not going to knock. I'll, you know, the next group that comes along, I won't tell them to look out for you. If I, I'll, I'll send the next group your way, like, and deliberately tell them it's safe to go this way so they fall over and, you know, it's all cool. 
Out of curiosity, are you able to, like, move from your current spot so that our wheel's alright? Science doesn't know what you do, and I'm really curious if secretly you can move. We can't move. We mostly plot and scheme and plan. We have... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I love it so much. <laughs> can you... Okay, well, if you're good at plotting and scheming, can you plot and scheme a way that we could... Like get our wheel off of off of you and out the way, so that we can go and tell more people it's super safe and fun to throw yourself over over this way and <laughs> not get injured. Oh yeah, we'd love that. I mean, if you had some kind of you know leverage, like some kind of thing you could jam in here, and then you pull up the wheel, it pop out. But then you have to send people to us to die on us. Yeah, I will definitely do that. I will definitely do that. Um, I do have a big metal stick that would make a good uh, lever, I suspect. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, th I think that's going to be a strength saving throw. Six. Nope, that's not going to do it, Juniper. Would someone you else like to, to help? I am a small bunny. I am not <laughs> a good counterweight for a for a skip, uh, for a for a for a barge. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. that could have been better, huh? Uh... I also got a six. When uh, I... Vimble's gonna hmm. try and uh, help out. He's gonna like spit on both his palms and then like clap them together and then. Uh... Oh, oh! Vimble's gonna be insufferable if he does this. Four. <laughs> <laughs> he did it somehow even worse. Demon, <laughs> little help, demon. Nope, six, six, and four. The party fails and fails Wait, and fails. Wait, I gotta, I gotta be strong too. Hold on. Rule of three: uh, You crack the wheel in half. Oof. Alright. Uh, has anyone in the party got mending or similar? I sh I knew I should have just blasted them. Oh, Vimble's like, I told you I was strong. So, bad, bad, bad update. Cypress Sneeze uh, broke the wheel. Uh, not going to be able to go tell more people to come die here on, on your uh, cool spikes. Unless you got any bright ideas. I mean, I... I have Tinkerer's tools. Would I be able to, like, mend the, like, p broken parts? Okay, so the party has failed all their attempts to unstick the wheel from between these cypress knees, and then you broke it. Uh, so now, no matter what you do, it's going to take a minute here. No matter, you know, whatever, whatever approach you take, you still have to fix some things. And while you're talking about what to do next, uh, all of you hear a voice uh, coming towards you from the east. What does the voice sound like? The voice sounds like a very boisterous uh feminine voice uh and it yells at you i am perfect justice in service of a perfect will and you this person is like coming towards you like the, their voice like uh is getting louder at such a rate as they come towards you that they seem to be moving pretty fast dio startled yells um home gang <laughs> <laughs> that's great uh you, if you turn to look in the direction of the voice, you see big wings and a humanoid body. Splendid. Uh, as the person coming towards you 
uh, seems to fit the classic description of an angel. Uh, it's a woman, long, flowing blonde hair, giant white feathery wings, wielding a truly... Four-four flying vigilance. Uh-huh. Truly a, <laughs> an enormous silver sword raised up, and she's flying towards you from the east, like skimming the tips of her toes, like skimming across the, the water of the swamp. And strangely, uh, she she doesn't respond to home gang and just repeats herself. I am perfect justice in search in service of a perfect will. I am Dio and I create safety. Hey, I'm Peter. I'm a demon. I'm Juniper. I'm having a chat with these definitely not murderous uh, little plants that you should totally come trip over onto. It'd be fun. <laughs> Dio involuntarily casts protection from good and evil because it's a kind of a force field that activates when they're under th- when they uh, are under threat in, or in potential danger of good and evil. Incredible, because you're the one who who said like home gang, and I'm I'm Dio. I create safety. So the angel's flying at you specifically oh. and raises that huge sword up and just swings it at your head. <gasps> Me. Uh, dis- so I, th- I think I would have hit you if you had done protection from evil and good. I have disadvantage, so it's a 10. So instead of slamming into your face with this great sword, uh, what happens? Uh, yeah, I, I conceptualize it as just like a bubble, like a, a bubble that's not visible until it, like force impacts. And then it's sort of uh, like a force field, purple energy. Vimble's gonna uh, Vimble's whole thing is kind of justice so he's gonna like step forward and he's gonna be like guys let let me handle this Um, he's gonna be like uh, hello perfect justice I'm was dark justice I'm here to bring justice to this land too just like you yeah so you say that uh, to the angel and it looks at you and it says I am the serrated angel I'm Vimble, Berry Cheeks, Calthinian the Third. I feel like we're missing the half of this where we should know why you're here. Uh huh. Austin nods like the Jack Nicholson meme. <laughs> uh, I am perfect justice in service of a perfect will. And uh, the angel tries to chop off Vimble's head. Oh. <laughs> Can you elaborate on why that means we should die? Seventeen's uh, gonna yeah. hit. That's eight damage. <laughs> Uh, um, whoa, hold on. Wait a second. Let me just, babe. Blood sprays onto the cypress knees, and they all go, yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I... That puts me to can, five. Uh, are we fighting now, or can I still try and convince the angel to chill out? You can do whatever you want. Yo, hey, hey. We're both beings on the opposite spectrum. Why don't we just chill out? Tell me... Tell me what's going on. I am the serrated angel. All right, cool, cool. Uh, you want to tell me who uh, sent you or anything? What'd you roll there? 16. For what? Uh, persuasion. It has no effect. The Darn. angel lifts the sword as if to decapitate you. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I would like to uh, attempt, and I know that this is a terrible idea out of character, um, I would like to attempt to cast command with <laughs> the word being elaborate. Uh, so there's no way that I'm going to get an angel to uh, to fail a wisdom saving throw, but just for shits and giggles. All right. Wisdom save. Four. 
fuck. Hell yeah. Uh, I I shout, elaborate. Nice. Uh, the angel's body seizes strangely. Its limbs twist unnaturally. And it like, it, it, it's like it's having a seizure almost. And it says, error. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Did we like initiate the antiviral system of this world? Like the antivirus, like we're so awful. <laughs> sent in the... can, can I try? She was serving automaton. Can can I insight what the fuck I I've done? <laughs> Absolutely. Because I've done something and I need to understand it. I would also like to insight. Yeah, same here. At nineteen. Seventeen. Nineteen. Yeah. Uh, oh my. Twenty-one. Oh my lord. We just get it. We just understand. All of you, yeah, you see the angel begin to literally glitch out, and you all like simultaneously realize this is not actually an angel. It is not even a sapient person. It is some kind of automaton or uh, construct. There are many magical ways that things can be formed without real minds that are, you know, basically magic or robot. That that does explain the minus three on wisdom, which is pretty rare for an angel, as I understand it. <laughs> pretty absurd, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if, is it, like, incapacitated now, or, like, just... Uh, no, it's, it's, because when the command tried to make it elaborate, it tried to, uh, uh, you know, give you information it didn't have. Like, you sending a computer, uh, you know, a command it cannot execute. But then it'll just return to whatever it was doing before in a moment. Hmm. Yeah. I've got a strong urge to blast. <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, Ju oh, Juniper, Juniper's, Juniper's contribution is done, so you can blast if you like. Fifteen. Now. Hell yeah! You point blank the the angel in the chest for seven damage. Yeah, not not great. Uh, let's roll initiative. Uh, Fourteen. Seven. <clears throat> All right. First up is uh, the serrated angel, who is going to attack uh, Juniper because you're the one who glitched. Uh, her out, but I think I'm I'm leaving uh, melee range with the last person she hit, who was Vimble. Yes. Uh, yeah. So you get an attack of opportunity as I swing at. Oh. Uh, okay. Eight. So she swings at uh, Juniper, who easily jumps over the blade. It's a huge, unwieldy, heavy weapon, and you're a nimble little rabbit, so that makes sense. Uh, but yeah. Uh, twelve damage. And then I'm like. Uh... Uh, uh, you're just a robot. That's not justice. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to Robocop. Tell that to Inspector Gadget. <laughs> uh, Juniper, it's your turn. Vimble uh, stabs the angel in the back as you jump over its blade. So I had been excited to, like, cast a first level spell at third level and try and do some, like, ludicrous ridiculous damage and I'm now like quietly wondering is that necessary is that overkill um so I'm gonna do just a regular level one guiding bolt which is still hopefully gonna be some decent damage uh all right let's roll is guiding bolt radiant type damage he says it, no it knowingly is, which it is but my thought was it's not actually an angel therefore it's not going to be resistant to radiant damage in the way that an angel would be is my logic. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but 
doing the foolish thing that shouldn't work on an angel but does work it worked out well the first time with command. So, uh, 16, does that hit? It does. Okay, let me do that damage roll and whatever happens will happen. Uh, 15 damage? Uh, so, 8 damage as you shoot a yeah. beam uh, right into the angel's face and it just kind of stares at you blankly. So, this does have some angelic qualities. It's not completely unangel. Hmm. Uh... Also, all uh, attacks until the end of my next turn against this get advantage. So that's the main thing I was trying to hit it with there. Sure. Uh, the angel says, I am perfect justice in service of a perfect will. And raises its blade again, Vimble. You still have your sword and then it's back. Okay. Um, so um, am I like within like melee range to like use like another sword attack? or? You have cunning action, so you can be in melee range uh... or not. As a rogue, it's up to you. But that's my bonus action, right? Correct. <clears throat> okay, so instead I'm going to use um, Eye for Detail to make a perception check to see if I can spot a weakness so I can get advantage on it. Ah! Um, 19! Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you see, in fact, what you see with your eye for detail is like at the base of its neck, because it's facing at, away from you to Juniper, you see what appears to be like a corporate logo. <laughs> mm. awesome um well so, now now vimble knows that it is justice well yeah <laughs> well no because hmm. <laughs> no i'm still i'm still going to uh 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 dart him uh so uh 22 is one and then 17 was the other so uh absolutely um and so uh vimble is gonna be like um uh you're just uh you're just a robot mindlessly, uh, 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 like, do doing what it's told. That's not justice. Justice is about screwing up and fooling around and messing around with your friends. Sometimes you make mistakes. Sometimes you turn into a baby. That's what real justice is all about. <laughs> and then he does nine damage, uh, throwing a dart right at the uh, neck. Yeah, that was a cool speech. I was hoping you would take it all of it HP, <laughs> but no, you just flip another dart into its back, uh, like through where the spine would be, and it just uh, interestingly, as the you know the dart sinks into this what would be the skin of this person, uh, there's no blood, there's like no light or uh, ichor or anything that comes out of a being. It just is, you know, it just sinks into it. It's very strange. Then, like with like uh, just like a, a a look of utter contempt, Vimble's gonna be like, "You're gross." <laughs> I miss Zana already. I cast dissonant whispers. So what I do is I send it's you whisper a discordant melody that only creatures of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. And what I'm doing is I'm digitally sending over a clip of a podcast. I know that's really going to change. Like, I really think it's going to change their opinions about like a lot of things, and they're really going to see things how they're meant to be seen. You know, they're going to change their okay. mind. It's called the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, god damn you! <laughs> I have to make a wisdom save. That's a one. That's a one. God, this is true, unbearable agony for this construct. Death by Rogan. <laughs> I I I have to, I have to I have to info dump facts out of my head because yes. this is all that my brain is this week. Um, 
Joe Rogan is the cousin of Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Joe Rogan is five foot six. They're just fucking. They're, they're cousins, apparently. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. so the you, you, you Peter, what does this look like? Because you, you have a war gong. Does it play MP3s? Um. Yeah. Is this <laughs> all psychic? MP3s. <laughs> and they just go bong, and it just starts going like, "Have you ever tried DMT?" And like right uh-huh. into the angel's ears, and only the angel can hear it, and they can't. It's just so stupid that they can't. Yeah, the angel like uh, writhes in pain, throws that its head back, and just says, uh, "What about free speech?" And explodes into light. <laughs> Uh, it leaves no trace. It fully explodes in a non-harmful way. A couple of you were in melee range, and you're like, oh, God, we're going to get fucking, you know, blown up, get annihilated like dynamite. But it's completely harmless, the effect of it exploding. I'm not um, sure, and- Dio. I don't think Dio has had an explosion happen near them yet. Can Vimble remember what the logo looked like and, like, try and, like, figure out if he's ever seen it before? Absolutely. History. Oh, yeah, bud. Ooh. 20... Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, it was a it was a kind of uh, stylized uh, H and D, which uh, with a twenty, I'm gonna tell you, stands for Hollow Deck, which is a yeah a brand of uh, kind of magical trading cards. Uh, it, it, it's it's uh, it's Dice Funk Yu Gi Oh. Okay. You got a twenty, so I think uh, you you probably have heard that. Yeah, they're like in pre-apocalypse time, uh, there was a company that made these cards, which you know were used to play a game like Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, but actually summoned monsters to fight each other. And so uh, you assume that's what that construct was. So 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 that that's a weird thing. Um... Oh my god! I know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Oh. Yeah, someone played a, a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card into their dual disc. Yeah. And we haven't yet met, met the character who is a Yu-Gi-Oh duelist. But I, I know that, but Dio does not. What, what kind of irony is that? Situational irony? I think. <laughs> there are a couple different kinds. Also, um, can, can anyone heal uh, Vimble? He is bleeding pretty badly. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think I Oh, had a I thought thing. Vimble didn't want any additional, uh, you know, <laughs> AC to protect them from taking damage. I heal you for 14. Yeah, you're all the way healed. <clears throat> yeah, uh, th- th- yeah, no, it, it, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, I, I wouldn't have died, but like, pr- pretty, pretty lightheaded. I. Then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna have some of the a, a bit of the, the the stuff we got from the boat, the boat food. If, if at any point you change your mind and would like to be extra super super extra invincible, just gotta say. Hey, uh, can we get back to the evil tree knots? What did they say about the dead body? Like, they got any uh, ideas about wheels? <laughs> the knees are slurping up your blood, uh, Vimble. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that audio experience. <laughs> You'll pay for that, please. Do they? Does anybody in their in their horrifying carnivorous knee network know of any wheels? Can, uh, can Vimble go over to the like the ba- like the the boat that we were at and try and salvage some stuff to use? 
Absolutely. So you have to trudge through the swamp. Is everyone going or just Vimble? I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go. If everyone's going, I'll go. Yeah. How, how deep is the water? Um, the for, swamp? for a gnome, it's pretty high. Like <laughs> for for the t- the tall people in the party, it's like ankle. For you, it's probably like knee. I put I put the little gnome on my shoulders, like a baby would be held at uh, a concert. Don't pee you. on me. <laughs> Can Don't I pee on me, dude. Don't. <laughs> Can I get athletics uh, for hiking? Because you're all like trudging. This is like a pain in the ass to do. Twenty-three. Holy shit! On fuck. Uh, what's the roll? Sorry. Athletics. What the Oops. fuck? You sorry. cannot. No, 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 no. <laughs> you did roll a thirty-four. <laughs> Wait, should I take the first one or which it's, one? It, so you're fine. Sixteen's good. Okay. Uh, botch. Hell yes. Oh no. Um. All right. So the party trudges back. Uh, to the Leone, the skiff, to, sca- to scavenge wood from it to fix the wheel. This is all fine. I'm not going to make you roll for any of that because you're not under any threat. Uh, but uh, with a botch, the interesting thing that happens is, like, this takes a while. Uh, Juniper, your, your fur keeps getting, like, uh, you know, matted and heavy, and you have to, like, stop to clean yourself off. And it's like, it's just, this whole thing is a, a, a torturous pain in the ass. And by the time you get back to the wagon, uh, you see uh, your some of your supplies have been stolen by local wildlife. Some raccoons, uh, some possums, some birds. They just came by and just like took all your food. That's fucked up. Are there, can, can, can we? Can I see any of them? Are they any of them like? Like is there is there like a like a raccoon or like any like a, a bird or anything that I can see like making off with some with anything? Yeah, I think the why you know this happened is because there's like a raccoon on a nearby tree making eye contact with you and just eating a, your last you know snack, just fully looking you straight in the eye as they pop in a a moon pie. Uh, Vimble uh, throws a dart at it and rolls a nineteen. Okay, I don't have any I don't have any NPCs in the scene. Can someone uh please knock that dart out of the air so it doesn't hurt the raccoon? <laughs> no, you did this. You no. brought this upon yourself, Austin. You made the events happen to which the raccoon dies. Vimble is I think it, it, this is this is one case where Vimble is completely in the right for being like that's our property. <laughs> this is his time to shine. If anything, this is his chance to convert other people to his way of thinking. Can we just eat the raccoon because they ate our food? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you rolled a 19. You bonk the raccoon with a dart, uh, but then it, it runs away and is only... No, I'm pretty sure that kills the raccoon yeah, and you get 50, to eat with it. Fi- 15 damage is like all of... That's as much health as Vimble has, right? Like, I, I can't believe the raccoon has more health than <laughs> I can than make this raccoon delicious, by the way, with my new spell. We're going to eat the raccoon. <laughs> it has a big anime bump on its head, and then a bunch of more raccoons run out and grab it and run away before you can eat him, because I love him. It's my best friend. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then don't have your best friend steal our food. Austin, what you're saying is you're allowed to decide an animal's great and you want to be its friend, uh-huh. but when we do that everywhere we go... I roll animal handling on the raccoon! What I... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> What Fuck. I would, I what I would strongly it. argue is that uh, the raccoon can't be Austin's best friend if it doesn't have a name and a voice. Oh, then it's dead. Mm. It's dead. You kill it instantly. It explodes. Guts go everywhere. <laughs> all right, I grab all the I grab all of the guts and I use um put that word to make it tasty and warm. <laughs> It's delicious. Just a pile of raccoon guts that Austin created for us to kill. You could make raccoon sausages. 
Yeah, well, I could. All right, so the raccoon sausages. Okay. We've really desiccated this raccoon beyond anything that we could have. I don't know why you did this to this raccoon, Austin. <laughs> and we're now eating it. All right, you fucking animal. Dio, Dio slips a raccoon sausage into uh, his belly where Ely the eel goes, this is duh, mm, delicious. This reminds me of old times. <laughs> I was editing the last episode and kicking myself, calling him Ely the Eel instead of Eli the Eel, which is actually a name. Just foolish. <laughs> Truly a foolish decision. Elijah Wood. Can you roll your Tinkerer's Tools, Vimble, to get us out of this godforsaken swamp? <laughs> you can use the raccoon bones to make a new wheel. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. And as like a war- and like I'm like putting its skull on the front yeah. like, of, the, of the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a warning to more. <laughs> we're in Vimble's world now, baby. I hope oh, no. no more raccoons have any sort of mischief around us anymore. Yeah, no. This is like uh, uh, this is this is a this just became a Frank Miller Batman now. Uh, Vimble gets a ten. It's horrible. It's terrifying. There's still meat on it. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah, you make your goth mobile. Um, this is this is the Dragula from Rob Zombie's Dragula now. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, no, Vimble's, like, uh, gathering up the, uh, the, the, the carcass and, like, just, like, um, I feel like the Prestidigitation would have, like, basically just, like, done a perfect butchery of it, so it's, like, there's, like, no, like, the, the, the bones are, like, perfectly removed, and so he's just, like, uh, yeah, he's just taking his tinkerer's tools, he's tinkering around, he, uh, um, uh, for, like, you know, the, the parts that are still missing, he, um, uh, Vimble's gonna, like, uh, go and grab and, like, cut off a bit of those, uh, those knees, I'm uh, gonna those, bardically those, inspire you. Those wretched, wretched knees, and uh, uh, you know, use that to like get rid of the like you know, fi- fix up the parts of it that you can't just make with a raccoon bone. The raccoon bones are mostly the spokes, and then yeah, he's putting that on the on the cart, and then planting the uh, the skull right on uh, right on top. And I sing the song of the dead raccoon. He should have never messed with us. If it happens again, this will happen to you. And it really inspires Vimble with an extra five. (laughs) All right. So with that five, it's a 15 to fix the wheel, which means you do it successfully. But you have also emoified the wagon, which is a fun change of pace for us. Congratulations. Mm. Oh, oh! Like I feel like Vimble's like like gradually getting back to his old age of like maturity, and so now he's like Malgoth. <laughs> All right, so you continue east on the wagon. Everyone gets back on. Uh, the the Rons are back to their regular speed now. You made a really great time with the long strider, but they're you know going back to their kind of oxen speed as you trudge east. Uh, are you all talking about anything or want to roll anything, cast anything? Vimble's standing very dramatically just, like, at the head of the, the boat, like, with his, like, cape, like, sort of, like, billowing behind him as he, like, just, like sort of, like, has, like, sort of a captain's pose. I make these raccoon sausages unbelievably delicious. I flavor them up, and they're what, just absolutely- What absol- flavor are we going with? It's just, Descri- just, describe the new raccoon flavor. It's like there's sage in it. It's like the raccoon meat. But we've added sage, we've added rosemary, we've added thyme, salt, MSG. Like, these are just packed with flavor. And the gaminess is great. It's amazing. These are the most delicious. I just love using the spell because I just think, wow, if I could make anything delicious, that would just be wonderful. 
Juniper is just sat still chatting to the uh, to the to the knees because this is the first plants that have actually talked back in full sentences, and Juniper is just delighted, even if they are secret little murder plants. At least they're chatty murder plants. Yeah, they're they're all complete psychopaths. Uh, <laughs> Constitution saving throw everyone who ate the sausage uh, to not get violently ill. Oh, <laughs> mm, sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh peter your digestive system uh just isn't built for raccoon it's usually like tortured souls you know the suffering of people at their lowest point uh not a tiny animal and so you take the poisoned uh status effect wait can i shit at the back of the boat and make it go faster that's nothing <laughs> that's not how physics work okay where's poisoned so I, I just realized uh, I, made, I, made, I made a mistake. I for detail is not what I said it is. I can do what I said I could do, but that's uh, it called insightful fighting instead of I for detail. I for detail, though, is does let me spot like uh, 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 hidden creatures or objects. Can I like be just using that to uh, like make sure we don't run into any more knees? Uh, yeah, uh, you, can you read the full thing for the audience? I guess I can pull it up, too. Of course I can. It's, uh, starting at third level, you can use a bonus action to make a wisdom, uh, uh, check to spot a hidden creature or object, uh, or to make, uh, or an inve- uh, investigation check to uncover or, uh, decipher clues. Yeah, well, why don't you roll one of those? Okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna investigate the waters ahead to see if I, uh, to make sure we don't crash into anything. I roll a 12. Yep, with above average, uh, you successfully help the Rons navigate so that they don't run over any more cypress knees in the the shallow swamp. So for the foreseeable future, Vimble, you kind of take your, uh, you know, position up at the front near the raccoon hood ornament and you direct things and uh, you won't have any more problems. So I... I just want to say, like, Vimble's just, like, uh, doing this all while looking at the, like, uh, the, like, pencil crayon map that he drew. (laughs) (laughs) Right at the purple squiggle! Can I do a song and dance for the knees to honor their ways and culture? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Okay. 17. Yeah, that's great. Uh, They, I mean, they don't really have that much power, but they wouldn't, if they did, they wouldn't use it to kill you. Mm, they want your flesh, but they don't want it fresh. You have to <laughs> rot on them. <laughs> and they love it. It's like their new like David Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> because of his music career, not his acting career? Yeah, because of his music career in Germany, specifically when the yeah. Berlin Wall fell, and he somehow became the icon of freedom there. That's me. <sighs> That's you. <laughs> Sophie, are you back? Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was like, just everyone else just be weird until Sophie gets back. <laughs> oh Christ! Um, so once again, I am asking for you to roll perception to kind of survey your surroundings as you travel east. Twenty-two. Seventeen. Wow, that's a crit too. Nice. 
This is a big episode for Vimble. You're absolutely crushing it. Uh, with a 22 oh, yeah. and a crit, so you're standing on kind of the bow of the wagon, uh, looking around, just telling the Rons to mind the knees, and then you see something coming uh, from the north, like out of the corner of your eye. And at first, it seems like some kind of light, and you maybe you even think like, oh gosh, it's another one of these fucking angel things. But then you 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 look closer, and it, it doesn't appear to have a humanoid shape. It's just a very bright phenomenon moving in your direction and then you can point it out to everyone else and you all watch as it's very it's moving very slowly it's like moving through the air almost like a snake this this light and you see it's getting closer now and it has this almost like languid twisting pace to it and um with a 22 I'm going to say, and also it's a crit, right? Yeah, it's a crit. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this plane instead of beating around the bush. It appears to be horizontal lightning. Okay. But instead of striking in an instant, it appears to be like lazily winding through the, the swamp, like between the trees, uh, almost like looking for something. Uh, what do you do? It is coming in your direction generally. Hmm. I'm uh, I mean I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna like warn everyone there's lightning coming. Uh, I think I'm it, you're saying it's looking like it's looking for something. I'm gonna uh, I, I think Vimble's move is gonna be to like uh, to hide. Uh, it's gonna be a classic Vimble move of like getting off the uh, the off the barge and like on, like into the into the swamp and like doing a classic hide move. All right, so you want to stop the wagon and everybody roll stealth. That's what I yeah I think that that's the I think that's the move. All right. Whoever wants to hide, roll stealth. Oh my god. Ten. I've just been rolling tens all day. Three. I'm counting how many in a row I've done. That I, I've just had three tens in a row. Theo just kind of stands there. I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah, if you make the choice to just stand there while everyone else like ducks down behind cypress knees or trees, you know, uh, to make themselves scarce. You just stand there. The lightning starts winding its way towards you. I don't think Dio understands what lightning is, but Ely the eel is going, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, uh, so as it gets closer and you, you're standing there, it does seem to uh, start heading towards you. It's not like a a predator like hunting prey. It's the way that like lightning will be drawn to a you know a metal rod, a metal pole or something. It's just naturally drawn that way. You've seen a weather phenomenon before, party, that struck uh-huh. you as strange, like the, the rain going upward in the jungle. This just seems to be how lightning works here. Uh, and if Dio stands there, everyone, you see that it's, there's an inevitable co- con- confrontation about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Dio, uh, I think Dio looks around at the rest of the party who've ducked down and uh, looks puzzled. Um, can, wait, uh, sorry, I just want to see something, um... And Ely the Eel is going, time to ride the electric roller coaster, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like Ely the Eel's excited to do drugs, which you know isn't the case. Eels hate all drugs. <laughs> what if their drug is electricity? Can Vimble use his, uh, 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 cunning action to, like, uh, uh, try and, like, push Dio out of the way? Uh, dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, twenty-four. Oh fuck! Also a crit. 
Oh my lord. Okay, so this lightning is coming right at Dio. And I think at a certain point you all realize, oh no, they're not going to get out of the way. R.I.P. Uh, it, was, it was a good time, uh, but lightning is very bad for people made out of water. It was nice knowing you. And then fucking Vimble just does the dopest shit you've ever seen. Pay me the picture of saving Dio's oh, yeah. life. Uh, so like Vimble uh, is uh, you ro- you ro- I rolled a twelve in stealth, so it's not like it's not like a good Vimble hide, you know. It's uh he's like you can you can definitely see him in the in the mud, but he uh he just like emerges and does like sort of like a uh like spin where his like uh, all the mud flies off of his cloak, and then he's like Dio no, and then just sort of like uh does like a very unnecessary um like cartwheel into like a backflip and then lands like lands like right by uh Dio and like pushes them out of the way. It's gonna bother uh, as a physics nerd it's gonna bother me if I don't say this. It would be the uh the stone part of Dio that would be the problem, not the water. Actually for someone made entirely of water it would be fine to get struck by lightning because being so conductive would work totally in their favor. Take that, Austin, you dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, would, uh, it would dissipate very evenly. Is that, that, that the thing? It's, it's more that it would just kind of pass through you without doing anything. It's the fact that we do resist electric current that means is why we fry. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, look at me. I'm Sophie. I went to school for electrical engineering. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think the world runs on Pokemon rules. <laughs> <laughs> Or water is weak to electricity. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ely the eel, who had been coiled up uh, in in Dio's belly, like uh, as if they, as if he was their guts, um, goes spoil sport, and then and then goes back to being coiled up again. <laughs> he he, only, he woke up to get excited about the lightning, and now he's sulking. Hell yeah. So the lightning uh, passes over you, like uh, where you were standing. And it, it, the way it moves, it's almost like a, like a big snake. Like it's moving with, with purpose, but it doesn't like double back to get you. Uh, it just ke- kind of keeps going. Um, mm. And you smell like, you know, ozone or, you know, like something burning as it passes over. Um, and then you, eventually you and Vimble can stand up out of the mud and watch it go. Uh, and I think in the distance, you see maybe another spark or two. And uh, it seems like. A lightning storm is starting in the swamp. Vimble, what is this? Uh, it, some kind of lightning. Uh, no, I, I, it, it's possible that it's moving uh, very slowly, but my theory is that I'm actually just that good that I perceive it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so you can all get back on the wagon and continue, but now there's just going to be ambient uh, lightning kind of winding through the forest, and it's going to be a, a hazard from here on out. And occasional muttering, like, uh... <laughs> just want a little taste of... <laughs> <It's good. laughs> Imagine if I hadn't shoved us out of the way. It would have been fucking... Do it. Um, I don't know if Vimble would know this, and I also don't know how would how this would work. But is it possible, um, uh, to like make some type of like that like Vimble could like make some type of lightning rod with like crafting tools? A hundred percent possible. Fuck yeah. Do we have like uh 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 yeah like um yeah do we have like like a metal rod that we can used for this or i mean i as far as i know your inventories the choice is between uh the rapier that peter has and the rod that juniper has 
Um, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> okay, cool. I get to keep my 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 big my big stick. Hooray! All uh, right. For a second, for a second, Vimble like has his hands on both, and he's like really stoked. And then he's like, "Okay, this is fine." <laughs> All right. Uh, if you can, st- you would stick the rapier on top of the wagon, and it's a uh, it's like a bedazzled uh like like accessory. <laughs> like you've souped up the wagon <laughs> with a raccoon skull and a rapier. Um. Uh. It. I'm rolling a 13 to to try and do that. Yep, that's good. I was just looking for a 10. All right. Uh, so th- Sick. This wagon is getting uh, extremely customized. Does it have a name? The Justice Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are correct. That is what it's called. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like... No, no, no. Don't apologize. You are correct. That's what it's called. <laughs> I like that it's trying to evoke the Batmobile and comes out quite Scooby-Doo instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I get survival from everyone? Uh, yeah. Seven. I'm pretty... Four. Ooh. Four. We just can't live. Twenty-three. Oh shit! Uh, the party fails. Only Juniper passed. We needed half the party to pass. Uh, so you don't run into any more Cypress knees, but you don't uh, spot because you're like trying to keep your eye on front of you and not to hit anything. And you're watching for lightning, making sure that the rod will work correctly. You don't you don't see the second skiff until you've already passed it. And, but you do spot it, uh, like uh, looking around the Vimble because you're kind of on front. And then you have to make the decision: Are you going to lose time to go back? or are you going to continue? It's like a little out of your way. Like you'll have to kind of go back into uh, north a little bit. Can I use long strider on the Rons to make it faster? That will, If you want to sp- spend the slot, that will certainly uh, increase your efficiency. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. If, you, if you've got the spot of the slot to spend. I whisper, I whisper into the on, Ron's ears. Gotta go fast. And they do. (laughs) Gotta go fast. (laughs) Wow. They're just like Sonic. Yeah. (laughs) Their their feet do that uh, thing Sonic's do where they kind of turn into an infinity because they're moving so fast. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, the wagon kind of turns around and goes back and north uh, to where the second skiff uh, has a completely capsized, this one has. Uh, it's, It's upside down. And. Uh, I, you can see there's a name on it, and I guess you can just kind of turn your head <laughs> to read it. It says LT Gray. Cool. Can we um like loot it or anything? <laughs> if you would like to loot it, that is investigation. Uh, although I guess before you loot it, tell me how you get inside a capsized uh, vessel because Dio no... lifts one side up. I, Austin, I assume LT Gray means the tiger. I'm guessing. <laughs> it sure does. L tiger. Oh, yeah, actually. Two in the morning, Laura still got it. <laughs> Strength check Dio to just completely hulk out. Oh, God. Please. No. No. That's a six. You just get muddy. Uh, wait, 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 wait. When you. Oh, you're packed to the. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Fail an ability check. No, I can only add a D4. Well, I'll try it. No, it was a one. <laughs> Never mind. 
All right, you try to lift up the whole skiff. Your uh, crystal glows purple, like violently, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh my god, Theo's going sicko mode!" <laughs> and then nothing happens. Can I, uh, real quick? Uh, I'm gonna try and use my eye for detail to for a perception check to spot a hidden creature. I rolled a 19. Oh shit! Creature. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I didn't expect you to find this. Uh, with a 19, uh, you are searching around, uh, maybe looking for uh, signs of another one of the constructs or, you know, a, a thieving raccoon. Uh, and out of the corner of your eye, like as if it had been thrown from the skiff as it flipped over, you see uh, a hand sticking out of the swamp, out of the mud. Um, Vimble's uh, going to run over and try and uh, – is it just like a disembodied hand or like, a, like cut off or is it just sticking out of the mud? It's sticking out, yeah. It pre- you know, presumably it continues uh, under the water level. Uh, yeah, Vimble's gonna go out and grab it and try and pull it up. In the background, Dio is screaming with their mouth closed, trying to lift the skiff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you grab the hand, uh, Vimble, and you pull, and uh, the body comes up. It, the hand is connected to an arm, which is connected to a shoulder, uh, and because it's covered in mud at first you don't really get a a great look at the kind of texture of the skin but as the body kind of wrenches up out of the mud it is unmistakable what this person is Uh, they are a marble statue what (gasps) maybe Dio's gonna have a friend Dio hasn't Dio still hasn't noticed this thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> against the dark and we erupt but it's a slow burn I take a chance we start to dance can't see enough to know to turn around the sound of a bonfire carries over fences titillates the senses we could feel the heat the chill wind is pushing Be 